0: You're listening to Going Places. I'm your host, Kara Orbell. I initially started this podcast to learn more about the ins and outs of travel. Eventually, I discovered there's so much more to a person than where they go. My goal is to learn more from people who are going places. I've interviewed community leaders, entrepreneurs, veterans, authors, and experts who tell fascinating stories and give amazing advice. Thanks for tuning in, and I can't wait to see where you go. Hi everyone, you're listening to Going Places. I'm your host, Kara Orbell, and today I'm talking to Marissa Mikulkavich. She is the creator of Give a Dam, but she also works as a recycling and solid waste program coordinator at Outgame County, and she studied business administration with a focus in environmental policy from UWGB. So we have a lot to talk about today. Thank you for being on the show. Of course. Yeah. So let's start by talking about your childhood because you are an integral part of the Green Bay community. So So what are your favorite memories from the community, from the environment, and what you did growing up here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I actually grew up in Appleton, so close enough to Green Bay, but um, I just remember I played sports growing up. I did a lot of volunteering through both school and my church, believe it or not. Um, So environmentalism just kind of kicked off probably my sophomore year of high school. So I don't know why I didn't come from a family of tree huggers, (laughs) but it just, it stuck. And I had a fabulous teacher my sophomore year, um, and he just made me feel like I could keep going. So just really wanted to give back, and environmentalism was the way to go.
0: Cool. Yeah. That's amazing. So... Your love for sustainability started sophomore year, but it grew throughout college. So let's talk about what you did in college and why you focused on environmental policy and how that led to your journey.
1: Yeah, so um, like I said, sophomore year of high school is when I took my first environmental science class. And he was just a high energy person. So he really just, I was always an eco geek. I don't know why but he made me want to just keep going so it's like absolutely i can totally do this so i was a junior you know when you're starting to look for colleges and what am i going to do with my life Um, I was always stuck on the whole, I'm going to go to school for business and environmental science. And at that time, which it's not that long ago, um, 2011, but even then people just looked at me like, oh, like, what are you going to do with that? I'm like, (laughs) it'll make sense. Like, I know it'll make sense. So I um, actually went to GB for softball. So I got a call from the coach and she's like, hey, you want to come check out UW Green Bay? And I was like, I guess. Sure. And I was like, Marcy, you should really go look at it. I'm like, okay. So that's kind of how I viewed college. Um, (laughs) But I went to Green Bay and um, I was doing the whole tour and I told them, yeah, I want to go to school for business and environmental science. And I had no idea that UW-Green Bay was the pioneer school for environmental science, which fun fact, right? Um, so they have a very cool business and environmental science collaboration program. It's called MB, so the Environmental Management and Business Institute. So my big old nerdy heart was like, yes, I am going here. Like I will play softball and I will learn about business and environmental science. So I did that um, and it just kept growing every year. I was in the first and only sustainable learning community at GB. Um, I was in the environmental club for a little bit. Um, and just kind of kept adding to my major. So I did finance and management and environmental science and environmental policy and planning. So I just kept wow. going and it it worked. Green Bay is a fabulous community and environmentalism was at its core. So it was a great place to keep going.
0: Very cool. Before we dive into how you created Give a Damn, I know you created it while you were at GB. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what you do now at Oak Can. did I pronounce that <laughs> right? Oak Gowme? out of
1: <laughs> She's a little Illinois girl. <laughs>
0: Outagamy County. So there you you, you work in the recycling plant. Mm-hmm. What do you do there?
1: Sure. So I am the Recycling and Solid Waste Program Coordinator for Outagamy County, and um, it's cool because Outagamy has a tri-county partnership. So it's Brown County, which is where we are right now, um, Outagamy, and Winnebago. So. They made this partnership and we have the local landfill, we have the recycling center, so the Tricon Recycling Facility, and we have a resource recovery park. So my job encompasses all of that. So some days I'm working on the education and outreach and social media for all of it. Some days I'm doing permitting, other days I'm working on contracts. So my job's all over, Um, but basically at its core, it's waste optimization. So making sure people understand what they're throwing away, Um, and the impact it has on the community and better ways to prevent things from going in the landfill and making sure we recycle right. So my job is a whole bunch of things. I adore it, Um, but yeah, it keeps me very, very busy.
0: That's really cool. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay, continuing on with the conversation of sustainability. So you started Give a Damn in college. Can you talk about why you created it and how you kind of ran with it and what it is now? Absolutely. I love when people say, absolutely.
1: Um, So give it am, I was a junior in college when I kind of had this idea for a sustainable, environmentally friendly business. It wasn't necessarily give it am at that point, but um, I did three independent studies while I was in college building this sustainable business. Um, So uh, it was more an entertainment place at that point, but always was a focus on sustainable housing in the community. Um, Because as a student at Green Bay, we don't have rows and rows of college housing like they do at other universities. It's just not that kind of campus. So when I went to look for our first housing um, opportunity, there was nothing. Like we live all over the city of Green Bay. So I was like, this, we should fix that. Like someone should fix that. Um, And I was always interested in environmental construction. So as I was building this Business Uh, during school, I was also thinking about the sustainable housing issue, and eventually they kind of blended together. I met um, an architect while I was at a as a student at Green Bay. So she helped with my independent studies. So I ultimately, a year after college, reached back out to her and started consulting with her. Um, So just learned a whole bunch of things in a very smorgasbord kind of way. And um, once I was done working with her, I'm like, okay, I can can do this in Green Bay. Like I am going to build this company. And when I started working for her, I set up Give a Damn. But Mm -hmm. it was more to consult for her. Um, But I always used it as like a, Um, you're ultimately going to do this for your business. So let's plan for it to be your business. And Give It Am just kind of happened because I'm the neighborhood Give It Ammer, right? Mm. So that's how the title of the company started. And we just kind of rolled with it after there. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Let's
0: talk more about sustainable housing. Can you explain what that is to someone who might not know? Yeah.
1: So housing right now, um, a predominant amount of the housing stock, it's just it's not as insulated as these newer homes. So when we talk about sustainable housing, there's a bunch of science that goes into it, but it's how you orient your home. So like which direction it's facing in your environment. Um, it's the type of building materials you use. So are they made of harmful chemicals? Um, Cause that all leads into your air quality, right? Mm-hmm. So then after that, it's how energy efficient your house is. So the thickness of your walls, what type of windows you use, how you insulate, how thick your insulation is, what what's it made out of so there's all these elements that go into what sustainable housing is but sustainability isn't just the environmental side so um, sustainability is just trying to kind of incorporate a lot of different realms to make sure what we're doing now can continue on for years and years to come without depleting our natural environment or our social structure so um, it's tying in the community which we're huge with um, for give it Am. so it's making sure you have opportunities to be involved and then it's making sure your ecosystems are healthy, so good water, good air, um, and financially making sure there's opportunities to grow as a community. So sustainability is a big um, tie of many things. So with Give It Am, it's not just this housing, it's where are we putting our house? Not only is it energy efficient, but is it going to tie these students or individuals into the community, and will they be able to succeed um, as a cohesive unit? So sustainability is a broad and interesting topic.
0: Mm -hmm. So once the house is built, Hypothetically soon hopefully. Right. So um, how do you incorporate sustainability with the students after it's built and while it's people are living there?
1: Yeah so our goal with this house is everything has to be trackable right. Mm -hmm. So as these students are living in this house it's going to be kind of a unique way to teach them while they live there. Mm -hmm. So depending how we decide to showcase those facts but showing them like hey, this is what we did differently in this house. So this is how we incorporated these fixtures into your, your bathroom so you're using less water. Or, hey, this is a monitor that's tracking your solar on the roof right now. Or um, these fixtures are installed on your lights so you understand how much you're consuming in each room. So just a bunch of little ways to kind of bring that education to the forefront, not just, hey, you're going to live here and that's it. It's more like you're going to hopefully walk away learning something like, oh, I lived in this house. And by just being in this structure, I learned so many unique things about construction. So it'll just be kind of tying in a marketing element and a very visual. This is how I am consuming my energy and my resources. And it's also where I call home. Mm
0: Who is your target student to live there?
1: Our target student, ooh, good one. Um, Right now we were focusing on the students of Brown County. Mm -hmm. So initially it was the GB students, right, giving back. But we broadened it, so we're having conversations with Bellin College for nursing students. So really tying in the students that are out for lack of a better phrase, giving a damn, right? Mm -hmm. They're either pursuing it in their schoolwork or they're pursuing it just in the community in general. So Mm -hmm. our ideal demographic are those college students that are out doing things and young professionals that want to stay and do damn giving things. So Mm -hmm. it'll be a unique experience to see who ends up in these homes.
0: So what is your goal? Because you target college students now, but is your goal to expand and try to create sustainable housing for more in the Brown County community?
1: Potentially. Um, right now, our focus, since this has been quite a endeavor to start, but yeah. our focus is the renting to solely college students and young mm-hmm. professionals because those types of people get overlooked or they get overcharged mm-hmm. for living in Properties that just aren't up to standards. So we're trying to really log in on that demographic to start, um, providing them opportunities that they don't have currently, so hopefully we can retain those students to live in what I deem as an awesome community to do, to do things. So hopefully by them seeing, oh, these are all the ways I can give back to my community, we'll keep them around. But who knows what giving will be in the future, but for now it's focusing on those individuals
0: very cool Mm -hmm. so tell me about the name because you have a very unique name why did you create the name give a damn yeah so i
1: was walking around my neighborhood one night with my roommate before i even started the company Mm -hmm. and i am a notorious trash picker um so (laughs) as i was walking around our neighborhood i just ended up with an armful of recyclables And I must have just been salty with the universe that day because I just remember tipping my head back and just proclaiming to the world like, oh, why don't don't more people give a damn? And I just like stopped. I'm like, I am the local neighborhood give a dammer. And it became just an inside joke. So all my friends would just call me that as I'm digging through garbage nonstop. And when it came time for me to sit down and fill out the LLC paperwork for give a damn, I'm like, what do I want to call this company? And for some reason that just came right back to my head because I'm like, oh yeah, Like, it's a company where more dams need to be given, so we will call it Give-a-Dam. And I misspelled it because no one wants a profanity in their title, right? (laughs) So I was like, D-A-A-M just looks smooth. It's wonderful. And I didn't really think about it after that. And I was like, oh, yeah, Venture sounds great, so we'll throw that in there too. Um, And then a month later, I was driving to work. I'm like, I wonder if, like, D-A-A-M stands for something, right? Like, linguistically. So I Googled it, and nope. No kidding, it stands for woman in a couple languages. So I'm like, unintentionally, I named this company that's owned by a woman that will empower a lot of other women, Mm
0: -hmm. and it
1: fits with the title. So give it to Ventures.
0: That is really cool. I like the name and it's funny that you tied it into something you didn't even realize. had no
1: idea and it worked so good. Yeah
0: that is very cool. So you talk a lot about the Green Bay community so Mm -hmm. tell me tell me about it to someone who's never been to Green Bay before. Yeah Green Bay
1: so everyone thinks of the Packers right that's just the way it is Um, but what's really unique about the University of Wisconsin Green Bay is I call it Camp UW Green Bay because you're kind of tucked in the woods all by yourself but there is just something i can't really describe fully about how good it just feels to be a member in this community it's very it's it's a community it's community-centered community ties everywhere um and it's green bay's still a pretty big city but the way it's spread out you just you feel like you're in a smaller community when you're in green bay and people just look out for one another they're really tied into what's happening in the area so for anyone who hasn't been to Green Bay, of course, like check out Lambeau Field. But um, <laughs> there's just so many unique hidden gems um, from business owners to community leaders. There's just some unique individuals here. So just trying to showcase that for students who come for school, not just at Green Bay, but St. Norbert and NWTC, <laughs> showing them, like, there are so many cool things here. You don't have to go out to Madison or Chicago to find cool things. Like, you can find some amazing hidden gems wherever you live. So we're just trying to showcase that through the activities we do.
0: That is really cool. Can you talk more about the activities you do and who you try to showcase within the community?
1: Yeah, before COVID, we we did waste optimization. So we were at our local, local farmers markets or um, our homecoming event at UW-Green Bay. We worked with bars, just trying to get people to recycle more efficiently, right? So we would set up our upcycled stands and just try to optimize waste streams. So people would like, we call them the give-a-dammers, but they would be digging through garbage, which sounds disgusting now, Um, but just trying to educate the community like, hey, believe it or not, your aluminum cans should not go in the garbage and we should try to be purchasing different materials so we don't have to throw away so much. Um, But it's just a lot of volunteering and giving back to the community, cleaning up, streets and neighborhoods and parks. Um, We used to do a Give a Damn After Earth Day cleanup. So we just try to tie ourselves in wherever it seems fitting, but our biggest goal is just to clean up the communities, educate about environmentalism, and try to make Green Bay a little greener.
0: That's great, Mm -hmm. awesome. Let's dive in because Give a Damn Day is coming up. This this interview will probably be published before then. So tell me about Give a Damn Day and what what the importance is of this day?
1: Give a damn day is February 17th. And everyone asks, why February? Um, <laughs> well, the first house I bought, um, we call it the manor. And it's used for, it was energy modeling, right? Seeing what existing homes um, need to function. So the address is 217. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, perfect. Let's have a holiday and put it on February 17th. So we started it four years ago, and it was just a reason to proclaim the dams you give, right? And it didn't matter who it was, if they were involved, um, just we encouraged people on a social platform to just post what you care about, like what sets your soul on fire. And um, it's grown into something that's kind of cool, because now we see people all over the spectrum, like nurses posting, or, I mean, what a great example, just one. Um, But (laughs) yeah, just so many different people coming together on one day, not... In a physical sense, just from wherever, however, sharing what they genuinely give a damn about. So um, this year with COVID, it's, it's perfect because now we're all forced to <laughs> not be together. And I hope it'll bring out a lot of people to showcase how they're still giving a damn, even given all these circumstances, mm-hmm. um, how they're trying to make their community a better place.
0: Let's say one of my listeners wants to get involved with Give a Damn Day. How do you recommend they do it or get in contact with you or Mm -hmm. just celebrate the day? Celebrate
1: always. Um, If anyone wants to participate in Give a Damn Day, we just ask that you post a picture of you doing whatever it is that sets your soul on fire and you use the hashtag Give a Damn Day, spelling it correctly, right? That's the (laughs) trick. Um, Give a Damn Day 2021 and we'll showcase you, we'll share it, we'll comment. We are just excited to see what people are doing out in the community even when covid's preventing us from being out there so um, yeah we'll just that's how the best way you could participate
0: so speaking of social media you just released the give a damn ambassador program which I'm actually a part of you are can you talk about that why you created it and what your goal is for this
1: yeah our wonderful ambassador right <laughs> here in the flesh um, so what last semester we had an intern and she was absolutely wonderful. Um, worked on our marketing. So when COVID happened and we got to this semester when we're about to start construction on this house and I started my new job, I was like, I can't keep up. Like, there's absolutely no way I'm going to be able to keep that energy high enough when I get home to do Give It Am. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how can we make this work? So of course, everything we do with give a like above and beyond. So why not have three interns and why not have them all from different universities? So Brown County is great uh, because we have three very unique universities. We have University of Wisconsin Green Bay, where I went to school, go Phoenix, um, <laughs> where you go to school, St. Norbert College, um, our wonderful private university, and then the Northeast Wisconsin Technical College, which, I just want to hype up as much as I can. So I was like, why don't we try to find a student at each of those universities, have them be branding or marketing um, as their focus, and bring them together for a remote, flexible, cross-campus internship challenge. And kind of, I know, isn't it wild? And just let them run wild creatively with our social media and our digital media presence. Um, So we came up with that, and I pitched it to the two other women who helped me. And they're like, okay, well, let's let's do it. I'm like, okay. So we made it a super, I like to think it's a simple concept, but it's not. We know that. Um, but the goal is in the four month internship to double the social and digital media presence of Give and tell the story of everything we're doing in these four months. So we started it and luckily we struck gold with our interns we found. So we have a student from each of the universities and we are just looking forward to seeing what they create. Um, in the next four months. So let's see what you
0: do, Kara, huh? How have we been doing so far?
1: (laughs) It's pretty awesome. So, so far we are just getting our intros out. Um, The month of February, we're working on ways um, that people can already give a damn in our community. So focusing on all of our collaborations we already have going So trying to get our, um, we call them our damn hype ambassadors. So um, we're just helping them understand what we're already doing in the community and tying in their own social networks to kind of showcase what they're working on, but also what Give a Damn has done already. So it's going to be an interesting month. Mm.
0: So if you were to speak out, because that's your goal, to get more involved within the community and get, get our name out on social media. So if you were to speak to someone who doesn't know anything about Give a Damn and they, I would ask you, why give a damn? What would you say? I would say
1: because we have to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why people should give a damn in our community? Um, Because we kind of focus on three things. So it's the housing element. So obviously trying to get people to live more sustainably, to consume less materials, or do it just more efficiently. So there's that point. But also just to like recognize what's already going on here because once people understand what's going on in their community they're more likely to be involved and they're likely to give back so I I said three but I guess two so focusing on ways to live more sustainably and then also to have them get involved or maybe they'll tell us something we don't know right so that we can kind of pursue other options so it's just that's how I would want people to give a damn in our community
0: that's great what's the easiest way in Green Bay to give a damn
1: Ooh. (laughs) Um, Well, COVID just kind of, I don't know. It's kind of screwed it up because now everything's in a different platform. But the best way to give a damn in Green Bay, I would say, is by giving back. So either donating to a – we have so many amazing nonprofits. So right now, ultimately, I think that would be the best way for people to give back remotely and safely. So finding – we work with St. John's Homeless Shelter and with it being this frigid and horrendously miserable outside they are hitting their capacity with um their with everything i guess so just finding those organizations that really uh connect with you and finding a way to help even when we're not supposed to be connecting physically so yeah i would just dive into those nonprofits
0: can you give a quick highlight of all of the community organizations and people you work with at Give a Damn?
1: Yeah, so I just said it before, but (laughs) St. John's homeless shelter was our first big collaborator. Um, We when I first started working on the designs for this house, um, people were just asking how they could give back or how they could help. I'm like, well, you can't right now. Like nothing's happening. So we came up with this idea to kind of do that other side of our business, the waste optimization. So we started an aluminum campaign huh, to have people start, uh, focusing on recycling and being more educated about that, but also utilizing it as a fundraiser. Um, a very low key one because aluminum rates are garbage, Um, so we decided to donate half the proceeds to someone who was helping people, um, who don't have homes because we're working on introducing new housing. So I just did a random Google search and found St. John's and they are a fabulous organization. So we started donating half of our aluminum proceeds to them. Um, and they're just, they've been fabulous ever since. So we've done a lot of volunteering with them. Um, and then after that, we work with the Sardine Can, which is a bar on Broadway. Uh, we work with On Broadway, which is a, a nonprofit organization that focuses on the community events. So uh, before COVID, they would put on our farmer's markets, they would put on um, a bunch of just very cool events throughout um, the On Broadway district. We've worked with Downtown Green Bay on cleanups. Um, we work with the Ronald McDonald House through our uh, pop tab recycling. And then we are partnered with two breweries, um, a herbalist shop and a vintage store. So we're kind of just all over, but it's just to to tie people back into our community.
0: I love that. Can you talk about why you connect students with the local community that they might not know?
1: Sure. So when I was a student at Green Bay, like I mentioned before, um, we're kind of in our own little world. So even (laughs) though I was very involved, probably too involved, right? um, I still had no idea what was happening in Green Bay because we're so disconnected. Um, So when I was getting close to graduating, I was going west coast, right? Like big (laughs) sustainability dreams, let's go where the sustainability is. Um, And then I got connected with this company, downtown Green Bay, that was in the waste energy business. So um, just a very unique opportunity that kept me here. Mm-hmm. So I, at that job, was fully immersed in the downtown scene of Green Bay, for whatever that's worth. Um, mm-hmm. But I learned how many things that are happening. I learned about all these cool businesses, all these cool organizations, events. I mean, I didn't even know we had a farmer's market, and I mm-hmm. went to school for four years at GB. Um, so after that, I'm like, people need to know, like these students, there's so many cool things here. So that's why I give it Am why we value that so much, because we want not for them to try to find the community. We want to bring the community to these students. So Mm -hmm. if they come on our page, they'll see all these places that we're working with because we try to showcase the the cool... cool right or the what we deem as the very impactful organization so um that's the biggest reason why we try to get as connected as we do with our community so they don't have to find it themselves
0: i love that that's awesome i have two more questions for you ready so the first question is if you could go anywhere in green bay right now to eat or do anything where would you go what's your go-to
1: my go-to is Vintage Cantina downtown. Mm. They have amazing tacos. <laughs> I love tacos. <laughs> and I, if I'm trying to celebrate, I would go to the Sardine Can, you know, but I'm trying to be cautious with COVID, oh, but the Sardine Can was my place. It was a great spot to let loose. Um, and then I would probably go to a brewery. So still my anchor, Zambaldi. So I'm a low key kind of broad.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have one final question. I ask all of my guests. So Going Places was originally a travel podcast mm-hmm. and I try to stick to the roots of that. So if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you not go? Where
1: would I not go? And I also knew this was coming <sighs> because I listened to your podcast. It's, it. it's such a great question <laughs> though. I wasn't prepared, obviously. Um, where I wouldn't go right now. Japan just had a huge earthquake, so I would not go there. Okay. <laughs> and also being as tall as I am, I don't need... The eyeballs on me all the time you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like wow she does not belong here but um yeah they had a huge earthquake so I would not go there great
0: Good answer. Thank that, you. I, I think you planned a little bit for I that. I really did. I was
1: trying to be prepared for that question because I'm like, ooh, she stumped so many people with yep. that one. Yeah. Good question, though. <laughs> thank well you. thought through.
0: And thank you so much for all you do at Give a Damn. I'm so excited to work with you, and I'm so excited to double, maybe triple, our social media following. Ooh, so Did you we'll hear see. that? <laughs>
1: triple. She wants to triple it.
0: We'll see how it goes. But thank you so much for being on Going Places. I love it. Okay. That was my interview with Marissa Mikulkavich. Again, she is so optimistic and so impactful to the Green Bay community. I am loving working with her and I can't wait to see what she does for the Green Bay community. If you want to participate in Give A Damn Day, I suggest that the best way is by following her on Instagram, on Facebook. That is at Give A Damn, G I V E A D A A M, Give A Damn. Um, not a swear, <laughs> but she has so many cool sustainability facts. And we also offer a Myth Monday about recycling because there are so many questions that I have that many students may have. So if you want to have an impact in your community, even if you don't live in Green Bay, I would say the best way is just to get involved and find impactful, impactful businesses and um, organizations and also really cool places. Just keep looking. There's so many hidden gems, as she said. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I am so happy to have you listening to Going Places. If you liked this episode, you can follow me on Instagram. That's at Going Places Podcast. You can also find me pretty much anywhere at Carolyn Orbel or Kara Orbel on social media and on LinkedIn. So please connect with me and reach out to me. I love listening to feedback and just seeing how you're doing. So thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I can't wait to see where you go. Bye.